0: And that's a hole we can fill. So watch your head. It's time for...
1: I never saw that. Hi, Jen. Hi, Micah.
0: We're talking about the head again. I know. This is the first time... Well, I guess we did this with Mantis. We did two episodes about something. But we haven't done multiple episodes about something for a while.
1: Well, we haven't done anything for a while. That's we did... true. Um, our most recent episodes were gargoyles before we went yeah, on hiatus. High- yeah. a- so, actually, oh, so you're we did do a bunch of okay. Quite wrong. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, everything I just said is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Good start. <laughs> super, Good start. super Welcome wrong. Welcome to the podcast where Micah says everything wrong.
1: I pinched my finger a minute ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Real bad in my microphone thing. and Stand. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's it hurts. And so. I just want you to know that I'm recording under duress. Okay.
0: Under duress. That that... makes it sound like I'm forcing you to do (laughs) it. I
1: know. Well, you are. Even though I pinched my finger a minute ago.
0: Okay. I mean, (laughs) I don't remember even talking about that, but I guess I hit record so that in a legal court of law, then that would be me forcing you to record probably. So
1: anyway, we watched two more minisodes or one whole episode of The Head, Uh, The Mission And the first piece. Yes. And that's what we're here today to talk with you about.
0: Is that how we always introduce the episode?
1: No, but I think it should be.
0: That was like your Tyra Banks. We need
1: something standard, you know?
0: Do I have to explain? If we don't have
1: a joke or a song or anything, which clearly we didn't today.
0: Do I have to explain the Tyra Banks thing now? Yes. We've talked about it before, I think. Probably, but but not
1: everyone has heard every single one of our fucking episodes.
0: She was on America's Next Top Model. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that, but she was the host. And it drove me nuts because Jen would watch the show and I would kind of see it. And I watched some of it too, but I wasn't into it as much. But she would introduce at the end, she'd say, the next name... That I'm going the to next call.
1: name that I'm going to call is...
0: Yeah, like, just and say the name. it
1: made Micah very upset. So Very irrationally upset.
0: <laughs> the next thing I'm going to do is, and then you do it. And then why didn't she do that all the time with every single thing?
1: I don't know, but the it's next thing I'm going to say is that the mission opens with... Um,
0: oh, oh, no, you're not. Because yeah. we have to do something else first.
1: Oh, are we going to dance?
0: Uh, I mean, we can if you want. Okay. But I was talking about seeing the funny papers.
1: Right. See you in the funny
0: papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. All right. We're doing Luann today. Have September we done that? December 14th, one before? 1994. We did. Yeah. I so. We did do Luann before. There are going to be a lot of repeats. Um, which is fine. We're just going through randomly. It's and we'll, fine. I we'll need to We'll pick up know, all the rest of them later. I need to know all September the comics 14th. from yeah.
1: every date that every day right. that I was gone. So.
0: so we'll just have to check the wiki that someone's keeping track of everything. Yep. It'll get complicated more on like the third yeah, and fourth time through. Yeah,
1: whoever is uh, running the wiki, if you could get in touch with me, actually, because um, Yeah, let us I, know. I can't find it.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's hard to I find. I don't know
1: if, uh, you Got a know, little
0: SEO problem there, you know. There's,
1: yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
0: Okay, so it's only two panels today, Jen.
1: That's super, Micah.
0: Yeah. All right. So we're going to start with the first panel. Okay. Um, the first panel is on the left, and <sighs> it's it's a little bigger than a, like a little longer than a square. I'd say it's like four by three, you know? And we see a teacher at his desk. He has a little cup of pencils and three papers on his desk and one pencil next to the papers. Um, and he's sitting in a chair. and Behind him, there's a, a chalkboard, just mm-hmm. a little tiny corner of a chalkboard sticking in there so you can see it. Um, and this teacher looks really depressed. Um, hmm. And he he's bald, and he has that like ring of hair around the back of his head. Mm. You know, the standard male pattern baldness look, situation. Yeah. Um, and then he has glasses on. So his glasses, you can't see his eyes. His glasses are slanted down to give you that like whoa! emotion feeling. So in
1: the 90s, like during these two years that I was gone, mm-hmm. they had glasses that would like yeah. move with your emotions mm-hmm. or, or like flex with your emotions.
0: Yeah, they were called...
1: Reshape themselves.
0: Feelings glasses was the wow. name of the company and it didn't go well because they had a shitty name.
1: I've never, ever heard of mm-hmm. that at all. Yeah,
0: everybody wore them all the time. Wow. They wore glasses and then like it would do your feelings for you. So if you were <laughs> sinister... You know they would tilt up, so it looked like your eyebrows were.
1: Would you would you have to set the glasses yourself? Like no,
0: it was a brain scanning, super oh, advanced. Oh jeez, yeah.
1: So sometimes it, the glasses would adjust before you even knew how you mm-hmm. how you were and people feeling. People would
0: be like, "You're looking kind of wow, sad right now." We could
1: use some of those now. Mm-hmm. I would say people
0: are like, I, "Am I sad? I guess I am." Yeah. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Good talk. Yep.
0: So he's got a little mustache. His face is basically bald head glasses that you can't see through, so you can't see his eyes, a big nose that's just like half of an oval, Mm -hmm. and then a few lines to show a mustache going Mm -hmm. down. There's no mouth, nothing else. Okay. Um, His arms are crossed, kind of, but one of his hands is holding a pencil, Mm -hmm. and it's on his face. Like, he's just really distressed. He's really concerned and sad. Yeah. You know, it's that like holding, oh, God, slanty glasses. So... On the left side of the panel, above the cup of pencils, we see from off...
1: Now, is that the same left that was the beginning of the comic?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, our left, his right. Yeah, I just wanted to make
1: sure that, you know...
0: I'm just setting the scene.
1: That you knew I was paying attention. Nice. And that you said left was where it started. Yeah,
0: you picked up on that. Which was
1: so helpful.
0: Which is how our language is written, usually, and stories are told left to right, visually. Usually I'm not going to talk anymore. Okay. So on the left coming from off panel, kind of like off screen, I guess, um there's there are lines, you know, a bunch of lines which means motion or something big is mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. And in between the lines it says all caps I'm back two exclamation points. And the teacher who looks depressed has his head turned the other way and there's thought bubbles, so it's not a not a speech bubble, but a roundy Yeah, thank you. I know the difference. With circles that Mm -hmm. go up to it, which means he's just thinking this and he doesn't say it all out. We
1: all know. We all know that.
0: I thought you weren't talking anymore. (sighs) Is that? And inside the thought bubble, it says, oh, please no. Okay, next panel. Ready? Mm -hmm. So the next panel, um, I'm just going to give you the teacher first. The teacher is looking at the student who's walked in front of him and he has his head in his hands or in one hand, but he's Mm -hmm. like, looking way down, you know, just really sad. Um, And you can see in this panel, the back of his head, he has a little, some like wispy long hair. It's almost like a mullet, you know, but he's bald on top, which I like to call a skullet. So this teacher's really got it going on. Um, And he (laughs) says, no, I won't do what he says yet because I have to read the other part first. Standing in front of him is a student named Newt, which we, K-N-U-T-E.
1: Can I guess what this is going to be?
0: Yeah, go for it. You, I'm just guessing never that get it, but please. it's a
1: kid just, like, holding a skateboard or something. And that's supposed to represent, like, annoying bad youths.
0: No. Nope. No? Okay. So, so far away and <laughs> so close. Is that the phrase? So far away and so close.
1: So close, yet so far away. That's, that's it. That's it.
0: Back to Luann. So, Newt walks in. And I'll describe Newt in a second. But he says, check it out, Mr. F., I participated in every major cultural event of summer. And Newt is holding one thing in each hand, and he's wearing a bunch of stuff. I'm going to go through each of them. In his right hand, oh, good. he's holding up a pennant, like a little flag thing. He has a stick with a flag on it. And the flag says, Flintstones. And there's kind of a face that could look like um, Fred Flintstone, I guess. It's really small and little. So, So the Flintstones movie came out that summer, I'm guessing. With, uh, Mm -hmm.
1: wait, and that's a cultural experience. Oh, oh, so you didn't, it didn't mean cultural experience, like multicultural. It meant just like shit that was going on in this culture.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone would say the Flintstones was very culturally diverse. I mean, it was Rick Moranis and who?
1: No, that's why I was so confused. It was John Goodman, John
0: Goodman, Rosie O'Donnell, and
1: yeah, no, yeah.
0: So I think Betty was played by the woman who was in... Do you remember when we did Batman Forever? I, I sure do. And there were two women, Drew Barrymore and... Um, I can't remember her name, but they were yeah. Two-Face's henchwomen, kind of. So right-hand, Flintstones flag. Left-hand, a water bottle like a, with a sippy straw coming out the top that says Woodstock 94. Okay. His hat says Apollo 11. Uh-huh. He also has glasses on, but his, you can see his eyes through them, but they're just like curved lines, mm-hmm. um, and he's smiling, his mouth's open, he's really happy. So Apollo 11, that summer, 94, was the 25th anniversary of the moon landing. Oh, okay. He has a shirt on that says, The Lion King. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He has shorts on that say, The Mask.
1: Oh my and God. And there's a big
0: mouth next to him. No. His shoes say Gump.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: And this is the best one. He's wearing a pin, like a button, that says OJ. What? Yeah.
1: What does that mean?
0: He participated in every major cultural event. So
1: he was in the car with OJ? He was in the white Bronco? <laughs> he
0: got a button that says OJ. I don't know. He's just trying to represent what for OJ. in the holy I hell. Don't get it.
1: Well, it's just the... con. Is that it?
0: That's it. Or does the
1: teacher say anything?
0: The teacher says, fine, Newt. Go sit in the back row now, okay? Shoe. Shoe? Okay. I don't know.
1: I mean, that's a really shitty, really shitty comic. Wow. Yeah. But, um...
0: The OJ button did it for me though. Like I the rest of the things are like souvenirs you would buy.
1: That's something that we've talked about doing an episode on, actually, is like the OJ stuff. Yeah. The OJ trial. Um but also almost all of his uh cultural experiences were shitty movies.
0: Movies. Or just movies. Well, They're the Lion shitty. King and Gump, Forrest Gump are shitty, but or no, The Lion King isn't shitty. The mask and Forrest Gump are shitty. Lion King was okay, but a but lot
1: of people love Forrest Gump. I his... hate it because I saw it on my way to Montana. Did you yeah. remember that? Yes. Yeah, like we took like two days driving from Bend, Oregon to the middle of fucking nowhere, Montana. And we saw Forrest Gump on our way. So, yeah.
0: And and The Mask is the worst movie that I've ever, ever seen. The Mask is horrible. And I don't get the shorts connection at all. Like, not...
1: No, it's just the, it's just the this comic drawing yeah or just yeah
0: i mean gump makes sense cuz he ran in Forrest gump remember keep run like run forest run so shoes that say gump uh-huh. i guess that could make sense a woodstock water bottle that makes sense an apollo 11 hat i can even see that um a flintstones flag is a little i don't remember ever yeah, buying flag? a pennant at the movie theater but no. But you can get merchandise for movies and stuff. The Lion King shirt that just says the words "The Lion King" on it and doesn't that's have anything cool. else. that's cool. real nice. but the o j button that I just says o j just
1: what does that does that mean like team o j?
0: Yeah, is he like? I mean, repra- maybe I don't think the comic artist Greg Evans thought it through that much. I think he's just throwing he was shit just trying to include everything body. that's yeah.
1: going on. The, everything that happened this summer, it, it, that really is just a back to school, yeah, like summary of what happened in this the summer. This is what
0: I did, but in real life, if you saw someone wearing a button that said OJ, that would mean that they're like, be I'm like, Team OJ. What? He's innocent, or yeah, but even I'm pro murder.
1: You wouldn't, but like, it would say Team OJ. It wouldn't just say OJ. <laughs> like, what is that? Maybe it's about orange juice.
0: Maybe. Maybe you drink a lot of orange juice. That, that was a big summer of orange juice. Oh, I remember. Oh, really? Good crop from Florida, you know? Yeah. Of oranges. Yeah. The juice oranges. It was a good vintage. Still fucking weird. 94.
1: See you in the funny. Okay, well, thank you for that. Yeah, speaking I'm going to be thinking about that button for a Fucking weird.
0: Time. Should we talk about the head?
1: I think we should. So I don't have a lot of notes, but I did write down how the mission opens. Okay. Because it's Dr. Axel staring at the x-ray oh, yeah. of his head. And the x-ray is just, a, it's just solid black. It's you just like a
0: black ellipse.
1: <laughs> you can't see anything in it. Yeah, And it's really, really funny to me that he's... Sitting there staring at it. And then I wrote again, Dr. Axel looks like Beavis' uncle, which Mm -hmm. I wrote already.
0: Are you sure you're looking at the right notes? Yes. Okay.
1: I'm 100% sure. (laughs) I just really wanted to drive that point home. So I'm saying it again. Like, guys, this guy definitely looks like he could be Beavis'
0: uncle. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have the opening of the mission as Jim's apartment is destroyed.
1: Huh. So that's funny, because what that means is that that was the opening. Well, maybe I don't and know. For me, it was just the first note I took was that Dr. Dr. Axel, Axel was staring at the thing, and I guess I just assumed that that was how it opened because it was my first note, and I was kind of hoping
0: that we could skip you, over the rest.
1: You took that away from me. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I wasn't trying to skip over. I okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jim's apartment is destroyed. Yeah, because of the big fight with just Gork left and... in
0: Madeline's head, and yeah, there was a fight. Um... So Roy explains everything. I think we talked about this last time. Gork is a mercenary vermin profiteer. That's what he calls him. Uh Um, They're a parasitic species, and he's going to eat Madeline's cerebral cortex. So he gives a little, a few more details. Yeah. And of course, Jim's like, well, we have to go save her. And he's like, no, we got time. It takes weeks. We have some other things we have to do first. (laughs) Yeah. So then we cut to Dr. Axel. Yeah, who's staring at the x-ray. Coming to visit him.
1: Dr. Elliot
0: yeah, but first to the feds, oh my come God. In.
1: Yes, my favorite line of this whole thing so yeah. far, yeah, they bust through the door. And he's like, Can I help you?
0: Yes, can I help you? We're the feds. We don't need any help. <laughs> I just love that they re- they refer to themselves as the feds,
1: it's great. It is great,
0: so Dr. Elliot does come in and he tells Dr. Axel this whole story about. Because he's trying to get Dr. Axel to tell him the name of his patient. He knows that Jim was there, but he doesn't know who Jim is or anything. So so
1: in case you don't remember, you are going to need to listen to last week if you want this week to make any sense. But Dr. Elliot is a guy who has been trying to prove the existence of aliens forever, I guess. Um,
0: yeah, so he's, he tells Dr. Axel the story right now. It all started when I was only five years of age. It was a cool summer evening and I was out stargazing as I usually did at that time when suddenly
1: exactly just like what Jim happened did. to Jim
0: and I looked over to the barn yeah. that I was standing next to and this guy came out with a giant head and then an alien popped out of the head It
1: his head split in half and he killed was, the guy It was super freaky man It was gross It was like oh my god this poor kid that's like really traumatic he just watched this farmer die
0: Yeah. So then this gork-looking alien comes up to the kid, Dr. Elliot, and starts to, like, put his hand on his head or something. And then he's like, no, he's too young. His brain isn't developed yet. And so he leaves and, like, goes and gets hit by a car or a truck, and it drives away. And it's screaming. But So he's known about aliens his whole life, but nobody believes him. Right. So he's searching for aliens.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Dr. Axel doesn't believe him, of course, or something. And then there's the other great line from this episode. Yeah, yeah. Where He goes, I am doctor. You are doctor. But you are against me anyway.
0: Yeah, it was it's really very good. very strange. Um, so he wants, I thought it was interesting though, because he, Dr. Elliot's been played up as the evil guy. But he's actually trying to stop the Gork aliens just like Roy is. And he mm-hmm. thinks that Roy is an alien too. And so he must be evil. Destroyed, yeah. But I wonder if at some point they're going to work together. Because they're really on the same side. Yeah. Who um, knows? So I the mean, feds, Dr. Axel doesn't talk, you know, and he doesn't give up his patients. So they oh, take right. him away.
1: Yeah. Poor Beavis' uncle. Yeah. And then why did Roy have to disguise himself?
0: Oh, well, that's in the next episode. But um No.
1: It's not. Yeah, I have it written down before the title of the next episode. I
0: have it written down after the title of the next what? episode. Okay,
1: well, I don't think that automatically makes you write in this no, case.
0: No, not necessarily. But I remember it that way. So,
1: well, I remember it the other way.
0: Well, you wrote it down the other way. Yeah, but exactly. Do you actually remember. remember it. Remember. Okay.
1: <laughs> remember so, the end things. of the
0: episode according to my notes, um, is that Roy explains that there are. La da. Five pieces Look at my
1: notes. of this
0: machine that he needs to they put back together sense. to defeat the Gork aliens. Find the five pieces. Stop the invasion. Why me? Just lucky, I guess. And he has that little scanner thing that shows him where the pieces are. And the first one is in the face of the Statue of Liberty.
1: Hey, you really put your head down and powered through that?
0: Yeah, I did. Are you proud of me?
1: I Kinda. Yeah. A little bit. Um
0: but you're also annoyed. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's like MX. Okay.
0: I get it. Yeah, Feelings are complicated. Yeah, so there's a thing
1: stuck in the face of the Statue of Liberty, so they have to go get it. And then that
0: leads into the next episode, correct? Yeah, but first Roy tells Jim that they have a telepathic link.
1: As our systems acclimate to each other, we will establish what you call a
0: telepathic link. And he he tries it mm. out, um, but it's not fully developed yet. Right. So he tries it's... to send a message to Jim, and Jim says it wrong somehow. Um, But they just plant that there like, okay, they have a telepathic link.
1: Like E.T. and Elliot.
0: So they come up with a plan to get the thing. This is the next episode. The first piece is what it's called. They need to get the first piece out of the Statue of Liberty's face. So they decide they need a boat. And Roy's like, you have to get a boat. You don't have a boat or something? And so Jim, for some reason, thinks like Jim doesn't know anyone else, apparently, in the world that he could go talk to. He thinks, well... Madeline told me about this group of human anomalies. I could go talk to them and see if they have a boat. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) And lo and behold, one of them does have a boat. No, they don't,
0: but we'll get to that.
1: God damn it. (laughs) You don't know how frustrating and exhausting it is to be me.
0: It's okay. We'll get to it.
1: These episodes are eleven minutes. Granted, it's been like a week since we watched it. But I remember. Fuck. Whatever. Just keep going. I'll. Uh, okay. I have nothing to add so or
0: contribute. Jim goes to meet the human anomalies and see if these people he has never met before happens to have a boat. And Roy decides to just go to the Statue of Liberty. Like he doesn't need a boat, but he needs Jim to have one or something. So he doesn't. He
1: fly suddenly. He
0: leaves. Yeah. He like jumps off the building. But first, he's like, I'm gonna walk down there. And Jim's like, Well. You can't just walk around. You look like an alien. He's like, I've got a plan for that or something. And he puts on sunglasses. Yeah. That's his disguise. And then nobody notices. It's funny. Yeah. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah. And then, so at some point, he, Roy, the alien, talks about how moved he is or was by the supposed values of the United
0: States. Right. So Roy goes and gets on a boat. Like a tour boat to Ellis Island, mm-hmm. which I don't understand why Jim couldn't have just gotten on that boat with him. Didn't make any sense at all. But the tour guide is talking about the Statue of Liberty and what it represents and how it they welcome right. oh, yeah, that's, aliens that's from other countries it was He was like crying because yeah.
1: he was so moved by these ideals. Yeah. And he says and like, then, oh, it's beautiful. Then he takes the glasses off, mm-hmm. I guess. Because
0: he's crying. You have to take your glasses right, off. Right. And
1: then everyone's like, alien. And it's yeah. not subtle. No. But it is brilliant, I thought. like They were just talking about the values that the Statue of Liberty supposedly yeah. represents. Welcoming and then
0: new people and welcoming, diversity is yeah. the strength of our culture. And,
1: and then they all are like, they immediately like have torches and become this mob.
0: Yeah, and they land and they go get little souvenir Statue of Liberty torches and then light them all on fire. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Oh, my God, it's so funny. So Roy is trying to climb the Statue of Liberty to get the peace out and they're chasing after him and he tries to send a telepathic link to like a telepathic message to Jim, but he keeps fucking it up. Jim, hurry up with the boat. Butter up the goat. And Jim just blurts out random sentences (laughs) like, I like beer. Right. And Jim is in the middle of the meeting with the human anomalies. So we do meet the human anomalies. um, And they were pretty funny. Uh, Mona is one and she doesn't want to share. It's like a support group. So everybody has to go around and share or not share. Um, And Mona says she's not ready to share, but she looks totally normal. Um, Raquel looks like a rat. She has a huge nose and buck
1: teeth. face and yeah. Well, like a rat. Yeah, Just picture a rat.
0: Ivan is a huge dude who unbuttons his shirt and he has a mouth in his chest.
1: Oh, my God. That talks yes. and
0: eats and is, yes. it's gross and weird.
1: Super weird, yes.
0: Um, Earl has a fishbowl in his mouth because he put it in there and then couldn't get it out, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's not so much a human anomaly as like doing something stupid. Right. And then being stuck with it, I guess. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Which is similar to the other guy. What's his name? Ray is another one that has a he has a mower blade. Yeah. just in his head. head. Because he was, he was something. He's a landscaper or something, and he leaned down and was fixing the mower, and it shot into his head. We don't need to. But there's a funny scene there where the the paramedics show up and they say. Uh Uh-oh, a catastrophic cranial impalement. You know the drill. Right. Sir, what my partner and I are going to do is immobilize you, then remove the blade, at which point you will die. Okay? Ready? One, two... Wait, don't... Please, sir, we know what we're doing. Don't be afraid ready one two no sir you called us here and now you're not letting us do our job if you won't cooperate then we'll have to leave is that what you want get the hell out of here and that's he's right. like wait no don't <laughs> yeah, i don't right. want to die and they're like we know what we're doing we're professionals <laughs> yeah that was funny. and so they leave it in and he has a mower blade in his head um and then doesn't
1: that come in handy later don't they use it i or don't something?
0: i don't know so Chin is this guy that has, like, really long arms and legs. And he was in, like, he was born somewhere in Asia, I think, and had, he was in a freak show. His parents mm-hmm. left oh, him that's right, yeah. to a freak show. And then he just... It's really sad. You walked. see him,
1: like, in a cage and yeah. everyone's, like, pointing and laughing and it's really sad.
0: So he walks walked to America and started a new life because that's what you can do in America. Right, he
1: walked to apparently.
0: America. Apparently. <laughs> um, so... Roy keeps sending messages to Jim that he keeps saying wrong, and he's not getting the messages. He just blurts out these things that pop into his head. And he finally gets it, I think. And he's like, wait, I need a boat. Does anyone have a boat? Mm -hmm. And Chin says, I don't have a boat, but I have something that can travel over water. Or Ray does, I think. Ray has it, the mower blade guy. Yeah. Has a blimp.
1: Oh, God, that's right. Yeah. Just happens to have uh, this giant blimp.
0: So they all decide to help him, um, this new person that they've never met before. And they fly the blimp over to Ellis Island and they rescue Roy.
1: Question, how long does it take for a blimp to get ready to go? Like, doesn't it have to inflate and isn't there a bunch of preparation that needs to happen? Yeah,
0: but it was probably just sitting at the airfield ready to go. Maybe he had a flight (laughs) planned for later that afternoon. Okay, whatever. Whatever. And not to mention they're real fucking slow, so as a mm-hmm. rescue vehicle, oh, yeah. no, yeah, no worst maybe. choice,
1: worst possible option,
0: so Roy is on the face of the Statue of Liberty, and he's about to get the piece, and they're all like all but there the... are
1: people climbing up behind him, yeah. and it, it you go ahead and finish what you're saying. And...
0: the tour guide grabs his leg right as chin is like reaching out to help him, mm-hmm. so they grab Roy, but the tour guide is holding on to his feet and they're dangling him over the water which is super shark infested apparently there's mm. a lot of great whites out there and roy actually says like don't let go i'm gonna pull you up i will help you and the tour guide is just you know angry and has is filled with bloodlust and trying wants to kill to, the alien yeah so he keeps trying to kill him and he falls to his death and the sharks eat him and everybody cheers yeah it's really strange which
1: was weird did people change their minds about or Roy the alien maybe it's just reason? a
0: mob, that, like a mindless mob, and they're just like, they yeah, just cheer for whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they fly away in the blimp.
1: So speaking of mindless mob, though. Destroy the beast. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. God bless America. That whole scene, I all I was thinking about was January 6th. Like, it looked just like the pro-Trump mob that stormed the fucking Capitol. Yeah. Seriously, like climbing the Statue of Liberty, I, the symbolism.
0: flag-waving idiots. That yeah are, the yeah. symbolism
1: and the hypocrisy and irony of it is exactly the same. like it was it yeah was that's true.: Wildly fucked up and unbelievable.
0: It was really weird.
1: that this is where we're, we're actually that is actually happening. like that we thought that was funny, and now, yeah, anyway, they weren't chasing an alien, I guess, but
0: um, and then, but they
1: like to chase immigrants yeah out whom they like to refer to as aliens mm-hmm.
0: that's the subtle metaphor i know that, that they were I, going I know for. that
1: i just i'm just i'm yeah. just connecting it to those same that same mob of people right and who they would be chasing yeah
0: god bless america so the very end of the episode we find out dr elliot knows jim's name because he has an informant in the human anomalies group so oh, somebody let him know. I
1: did not remember that at all. He's like,
0: oh, yeah, I know. His name's Jim. And then and it ends. And that's where we
1: left it. Mm-hmm. And that's as much as we've watched. And yep. then we're going to do the next two.
0: Yeah, that's how this works. I hope
1: you guys are enjoying this because we're going to do a few more episodes on it.
0: It's growing on me. I like... Um...
1: Did you not like it at first?
0: Well, at first, I just wasn't sure. It's It's a weird... It's like an old, low-budget cartoon. So there are things... The first one I watched, I was like, oh, this is going to be really annoying. You know, just the acting doesn't match. Like, the voice acting doesn't always match the Oh yeah, the, the feeling way of mouths uh, how it's drawn. Well, not that so much. Just, like, like there was a scene where Dr. Elliot is super upset. The cartoon drawing of him is. He's, like, flustered, and there's stuff flying off of him, and he's screaming. And the voice that's coming out is, like, monotone. Hmm. kind of it just doesn't always match up with it, Hmm. which i know is kind of the style and it's like the whatever mtv Mm -hmm. um style but it's it was weird but i like i feel like they're throwing in details for plot twists down the road and they're like it's all mapped out and
1: yeah i i i really like it
0: it's a little heavy-handed sometimes but it knows it's being heavy-handed
1: yeah it's i mean It's heavy handed, but it's it's pointing out how heavy handed the hypocrisy is in this country, for example, you know, just to use the fucking mob at the Statue of Liberty as an example. Like it's 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 hey, do you I'm trying not to say idiot. (laughs) Do you dipshits not see how blatantly hypocritical this is? Right. This is how obvious it is, so I appreciate that. About yeah. it. I
0: like that a lot. I think it'll be interesting going forward. I just want more do you things think we'll to happen. We'll see Madeline
1: again. I so, hope that, so, so the things that need to happen going forward are they're going to need to help Madeline somehow, and
0: they got to get he has pieces. to get all
1: five pieces put together, and so that he can do what save the human race. Yeah, so he can just defeat we don't know Gork what that somehow. means. Okay,
0: or the Gork aliens. I don't know if Gork is one alien or if it's the whole race. Or species, but yeah, they get to defeat Gork. Dr. Elliot's going to try to slow him down probably, but then he'll, I think, be on their side and they'll defeat Gork together. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Because I've never seen it either, so.
1: Yeah, we've never seen that. We've never saw that. So I, it doesn't really connect to these episodes except for um, the whole idea of conflict between people or aliens, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was thinking about, so I've been getting in touch with people who I was in Montana with because I'm writing a book and I want other perspectives in there and I want other people's stories or snippets of their stories in there. So I, and, and we're hoping to have people on the show as well, like a group maybe. So if you do have questions about that experience at all and you want to hear me and some other people answer them, tweet at, never saw that pod, um, your questions or email at, um, info at I never saw that.com anyway. Um, so there were these two, so something they loved to do a lot was put people together who didn't get along and didn't like each other. So they would intentionally have people be chores partners or live together or whatever. And there were these two girls who were though the, the one that I've been talking to reminded me I had forgotten how young she was. She was 12 years old What? when her parents sent her to this place. And I don't I'm not clear about why she was sent there because she had not done anything like the whole idea of like drugs and the other kind of like scary shit that we were all sharing. Like she was like <laughs> terrified by it. She was 12.
0: Yeah. So her parents sent her there to what like learn more bad stuff from kids I, I don't who had really know. been through I think some shit. That
1: we're gonna have to have her. She she wow. said she would be willing to be on, so we'll have her tell her story. But our anyway, son is twelve. I know, I know, and he's such a baby. But anyway, so she and this other girl who was I think thirteen or fourteen, also on the very young side. They so the way that I thought the story went was they couldn't stand each other. They fought all the time. Anytime they were around each other, they like. They both just fucking hated each other. And then because of that, John, of course, the headmaster, gave them the assignment that they had to be together all the time. Literally. So he moved them into a tent. They had they were tied together at some point. What? They might have been tied together all day.
0: Like a three legged race tied thing? No, no. Or?
1: Like, you know, their wrists or something. Like they what? they had to be together all the time.
0: Not like tightly, not like their wrists or like right No, next I mean to each and other, obviously like if one of them has to go to the them. bathroom or something. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I might be wrong what about the, the tying together, but I, I know they were tied together at at one point. It Talk might not have been for very long.
0: Literal metaphors, like taking things. Oh my
1: god. That's again. John. That's the yeah. definition.
0: So this guy, again, has no clinical therapy Not at experience the time. or I, training
1: supposedly he got you know a degree later in something related but at the time he had a degree in biology
0: so all of his experience with two like teens that hate each other what to do with them comes from like tv shows where no, they become I don't best think he friends really at the watched end TV. well yeah is that what I he's mean... trying like <sighs> here's conflict between two characters What do they always do on a TV show? Oh, get them stuck together and make them do something together. I mean, it does feel
1: like that. It feels trite like that. And it was trite like that. But here's what's really interesting to me is that when I asked, her name's Elizabeth. I guess I can just say her name because she said I could use her name. Um, She went by Betsy back then, but her name's Elizabeth now. And um, I mean, her name was always Elizabeth, but she went by Betsy. You get it. I I get it. Okay. Um. Thanks, though. Now I've said her name a lot of times. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think she told you you could use it once. And now you've said it multiple times.
1: Anyway, I asked her about that situation, and she, like, had forgotten about it, first of all. Really? And.
0: Was it, like, right after she got there? No. Oh.
1: Because she, she was already there when I got, she was mm. there a long time. Well, I yeah. I,
0: Did she graduate? No, no, no. I her? don't no. think
1: she was there six years, but, um. She was there a really long time. Um, But so I asked her about that story and her and this other girl. And she was like, you know, it's funny. Like the way I remember it is that John basically, long story short, John basically manufactured this conflict between them. She was like, we really didn't have a problem with each other until John
0: until he said that we had
1: a problem with each other and so and she said you know yeah they they might have had a little bit conflict like they had similar backgrounds they were both adopted and um both very young and whatever but basically it was blown way out of proportion
0: just so he could do something that he always wanted to do
1: and write a tv pilot yeah yep so, I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting because I had never considered, I just always thought, I never considered that John.
0: Was making shit up. Like, exaggerated to, the conflict.
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: In that specific situation. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. But, I
1: mean, of course, of course he did. I, yeah. But, so yeah, so, anyway, How long yeah. were
0: people usually there? You were there two years, but you left because you graduated. Was that a typical...
1: Um for kids my age, people who got there at 16 or 17, right. it was there it was common to graduate from high school, yes. Um 2 years was a long time. Mm. Uh a lot of people were there more like 18 months, maybe 20 months, I don't know, but I was there a full 2 years and that was cuz like a lot of my friends who I graduated with showed up you know, months after I did or a couple like you know, Sarah Came on Halloween, which was like two and a half months after me. So, you know, she was also there almost two full years. Right. Um, so anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I think between 18 months and two years was mm. normal and two years was on the long side. But I swear, I'm not, I, I don't know. We'll have to ask her, but I think Elizabeth might have been there like three years. Wow. She's, yeah, wild. So, um. yeah, hopefully we'll hear from her and and some other people I've been also in touch with, my friend Carolina, who I adore and um, adored very much at the time. We used to sing together a lot and stuff. And some of our memories are not, they don't match up, hmm. which is also interesting. Mm-hmm. So the way she remembers when we were put on a work crew is a little bit different. So we're going to have to dig into that, I think, and find out who's wrong.
0: You were there. 28 years ago, and I don't know if you remember from my comic that I talked about earlier, 25 years before that
1: was, Apollo was the moon 11. landing. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: So we're further away you're saying from the moon landing than you were
1: what? No, at the saying... time
0: when you went there. Right now. Oh, right. We're further away from when you were there than you yeah, were yeah. from the moon yes, landing. Yes, I get
1: it world is what you're saying
0: yeah yeah and it's just like because i was thinking like i don't remember things when i was 12 so betsy saying or elizabeth saying she doesn't really remember exactly all of it like that totally makes sense to me and it was a long time ago
1: i mean none of us remember all of us are like i think it was like this i mean you have some very specific very clear memories right
0: like the weird things and the traumatic things yeah yeah.
1: oh but i'm sure i've Forgotten a whole bunch of traumatic shit. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, yeah, which I guess is like what our brains do, but also I have a terrible memory. um
0: Maybe that's why. Because you had all these traumatic um, experiences. Maybe. At a, when your brain was developing. Yeah. And you were doing
1: a lot of drugs possible. that we've talked about, but. That is possible. Yeah, but I didn't do that. I mean, it was a short, it was such a short period of time that I was using drugs, it was like a year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which, in the world of drug users, is not a real long time. Right. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know that I did enough drugs to actually damage
0: anything. Well, Jen, I mean, it's pretty. The science is pretty clear. It's, oh, if
1: you try drugs once, yeah, your brain damaged for life.
0: It's like an egg in a frying pan, Jen. Have you not seen that? <laughs> oh my shell?
1: god! How old are you? <laughs> that is so old. That's that's like thirty that's exactly plus years old. What
0: happens to your brain? Oh my God! If you do drugs one time.
1: I w- I hope people know what we're talking about. I'm this sure you do, brain. right? People listening, you know, yeah. She the holds up the an old egg. commercial that was like, "This is your brain," and cracks the brain egg into a frying pan. This is your egg. This is your egg on drugs. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was a weird metaphor. They didn't sell it well. This is your brain. This is your egg on drugs. Wait, what? Is that? Is that? The... Yeah, and they just let it go out yeah. like that. They just showed it like that. <laughs> Well, maybe not. Maybe we're remembering it wrong. Uh, Could be.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh (laughs) yeah. So I think we're done.
0: I think so. On that note, this is your egg on drugs.
1: (laughs) God. Yep. Well, um, we're all gonna die. And thank you to Graham McCrae for our
0: artwork. (laughs) Thank you to FiFi Folios for internet stuff. At least there'll be a record of our stupidity on the internet.
1: Forever and ever. Forever. Uh, thanks to Minus Violet for our music.
0: Until next time. See, See you in, in the, the 90s. 90s. The statue was given as a gift from the French in the year 1876. It was placed here as a beacon of hope to those who have journeyed from distant shores and as a constant reminder that diversity is the core of America's strength and prosperity. Made of copper, plating mm-hmm. red iron, infrastructure, the statue is oxidized to its beautiful green color. Uh, uh, is, is that an alien? Alien! Alien!